Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Flames. Today, I have Laura Saba from Locked On uh, Canadians to talk all things Tyler Toffoli, and I cannot wait to hear what she has to say. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Laura, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? I'm great. I always have time for you, and I always have time to talk about Tyler Toffoli. <laughs> yes, I'm so happy that we're like finally like kind of like crossing over a little bit. Um, this is very exciting. Um, first, I want to say I'm sorry for stealing yeah. him. Um, but what can you tell us about uh i guess his nickname's teapot teapot tough top titty (laughs) (laughs) i'll I'll let i'll let sarah bampato come on and and talk she's also a big fan she's she's more than happy to gush about him here's here's what here's what it is is that we knew that there's a rebuild going on we knew that we were going to lose some players we knew that there was a possibility that we were going to lose some players that we like as well what we didn't expect was to fully because he's got such an efficient contract, right? He scores a lot of goals. He plays all positions and he's under contract for two plus more years. So it's the rest of the season plus two years at 425 a year, which is phenomenal. And so he, what does he do? He can play on your first line. He can play on your second line. He can play the penalty kill. He can play the power play. He can play on both sides, on both wings. So you've got a really versatile player. So, you know, I think with Tyler Toffoli, you're not just getting that, though. Uh, it looks like somebody who's had success with Daryl Sutter before. Uh, I, You know, I, I couldn't help but notice that all the Calgary Fl- Flames players on social media were so excited to welcome him. I feel like Calgary truly believes that this is a key piece for their success. And it's fair. It's, it's fair to say that because he can be slotted into so many different positions. It does. My, it might mean that they might have to say so, bye to somebody in the offseason, given that, you know, they're adding four and a half or 4.25 million yeah. to their cap for the next two years that's gonna be there's gonna have to be some math but you know the the fan base in Montreal is sad to lose him for a reason he's a great team guy he's been instrumental with Cole Caulfield integrating into the team he's been a big brother type to Jake Evans Jake Evans has really taken a step forward this season and it is partly and he, he he was always headed towards you know this intensity that he plays with but a big part of it is his is Tyler Toffoli's mentorship and uh Nick Suzuki as well you know like the younger players are definitely sad to see him go uh Kat Toffoli also kind of she's uh somebody who works for the Canadians once described it to me as she's somebody who gets it gets being part of the Montreal community gets being part of this hockey team so she would you know she would get involved in like the twitch streams she would get involved she would tweet from the game she was very much um you know she had a public persona in support of her husband and on that run that they had last season um and 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 an important thing is Tyler Toffoli did score the series winning goal uh against uh Winnipeg in that you know there were like the the 
fan base fell in love with the team and they fell in love with the with the family surrounding the team. He's got an adorable dog, which, you know, oh, I've heard <laughs> lots about Dodger. Dodger is, uh, yeah, we're sorry to see all of them go for, for real. We really are. And here's a key thing for Calgary is I don't know how many games you've got left against Vancouver, but he absolutely kills them every yeah. time he plays them. So, you know, those points alone will be worth it. Um, he's definitely a team guy. He's He doesn't rock the boat in any way that would be negative. You're not going to hear bad press about him. You're not going to have any controversy surrounding him. He has the good answers, the right answers. So, you know, sometimes it can it can feel a little boring listen, listening to him talk in interviews because he doesn't really push the envelope. But outside of that, you know, he's got a fun personality. He's got a colorful personality. But for me, I'm looking at Calgary. I'm looking at... You you know how well they've done this season i'm looking at the run that they're hope they're hoping to go on and i cannot think of a better fit than calgary and tyler to right now at this stage and it, it, it is it's very very sad we're so sad to see him go i will like i'm not lying about that it's definitely <laughs> uh a lot of the a lot of the fan bases is, is uh not necessarily blowing it out of proportion. Like he really was a fan favorite. And I don't think that it's fair to say that, you know, we're overreacting to this. I think we're just, we're sad because we expected him to be here for more than two more years. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, like we know that the rebuild is going to involve tough decisions from the management and this one's the first domino to fall. And so we know yeah. that there's a lot more pain coming and that's, I think the, the that that's what this symbolizes. Absolutely. You know, and they didn't waste any time ripping that bandaid off. And <laughs> I just, I feel so bad. And I remember seeing a tweet yesterday from one of the Habs reporters. And she said that uh, Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki are just devastated. Yeah. And I don't, I, like, I wish I could send them flowers and be like, <laughs> I, I feel some personal <laughs> responsibility for this. But yeah, that's huge. I think that his presence, you know, he was in Milan Lucic's uh, wedding party. Right. So, like, they... Um, <laughs> They've got a history. <laughs> yeah, like, and they... With Daryl Sutter and then Trevor Lewis and Brad Richardson from the Kings. But right. I think that it's so important for this team to have another leader in the room and somebody who knows what it takes and isn't going to you know, give those controversial answers because that's, that doesn't help you when right. you need to win games. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. how you, you get there. And so I'm hopeful for him and really this team. I think that this seals the deal for a legitimate playoff run and I couldn't ask for anything more at this point. <laughs> I absolutely agree. And they've also set the market, right? Like Calgary, Calgary's paid this price for somebody who and this is this is the key thing is that he might not have like no team that was middling or out of the playoffs was going to trade for Tyler Toffoli anybody who's a contender understands that he's a depth guy that you you win with right and and in Montreal he was on the first line but that was a large part in due to his chemistry with uh with Nick Suzuki and um and Cole Caulfield but he can play on any line and he's going to be playing on the penalty kill as well. And that's going to be huge for Calgary, I feel. But also like to go back to that Cole Caulfield uh, point is that he was a great mentor to him. Right. And Nick Suzuki was traded himself before he even, you know, made the NHL. So he kind of understands a little bit about the shock, but Cole Caulfield has not. And Tyler Toffoli has been his like confident through confidant. Con I don't know. It's a confidant. Yeah. 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 yeah confidant. Uh, throughout the, 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 
I guess the first part of his career, you know, like his, his rookie year, that's been yeah. completely, um, it's been completely destroyed. Although with Martin St. Louis in the room, I have a little bit more hope. Like if he was, <laughs> if he was uh, being left to his own devices without Tyler Toffoli under the previous, uh, under the previous coaching, the head coach, I think, I, I don't know that he would have been able to handle it, but I think that he's in a good spot right now. And I think the Canadians understand that they paid this price. I'm a little bit curious as to the return because to me, it doesn't seem like a lot. I, like a first rounder is a decent, it's a decent mm -hmm. start, right? But then like this prospect that the Canadians apparently really, really wanted, but all the scouting is sort of all over the place on him. I'm not entirely sure what they expect from, from ML Heineman. I yeah, I don't know either because like he was a second round pick and I think it was 2019 and he or 2020. I don't know. I think I it's probably... 2020 because it's been two. Okay, that's right. since He's been trained. Yeah. I was going to say like none of math doesn't exist. Time isn't real in pandemic world. But, um, you know, I think that it's OK. Um, I'm more confused about Tyler Pitlick I think um, Calgary just needed to get rid of cap yeah. space and and the Habs were like well we got rid of a penalty killer we need to replace him with a yeah. penalty killer so Enjoy. what do you got um, <laughs> he, I feel bad because he is injury prone at least that's how he spent most of his time in Calgary um, but you know I think that he'll add some decent depth to the team and hopefully help you guys because um, <laughs> they didn't really do much here but no. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're kind of unofficially, you know, getting rid of good players. So yeah, they're definitely they're 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 aiming for that that number one pick, which uh, is is fully fully firmly it's in their in their uh, in their sights right now. Uh, I do expect there to be more tough decisions. I think you know the fans have kind of accepted that Jeff Petrie is going to be traded, that Ben Sherrod is going to be traded. So, you know, we're expecting this, but we, I think what we thought was that they would keep Tyler Toffoli around as a leader for that transition, yeah. but transition and rebuild are two completely different things. Yeah. You know, I think, like you said, this is the first domino and I think that I thought anyways, the first domino to fall was uh, Mark Giordano leaving. I thought right. that was going to be, you know, end all be all here, but oh, I don't, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'm not going to question it, but um, is there anything else you want to add about uh, Top Titty to Foley? <laughs> Just, you're going to love him. Honestly, you're going to love him. And if he isn't playing well, it's usually due to playing through injury, which is a whole other rant that we'll go through uh, another time, like hockey players playing through injury. But yeah, we can no. have a whole like series on that because I'm <laughs> yeah. so anytime you see he's not producing, it's definitely through injury, especially with this team that he's joined and that coach that he's joined. You'll know, like yeah. he's all he's he's definitely reliable and consistent unless he's injured. Well, that's a good note to end on, and uh, he makes his debut in about an hour, so I'm excited for that. Uh, and thank you so much for joining me. Where no is where can we find you on Twitter? We, well, I'm at the active stick. Our show is that is at L O underscore Canadians. You can find locked on Canadians wherever you get this podcast. Thank you so much, Laura. And we will, we'll chat soon. Yes, for sure. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course. Bye. Bye. So 
that was Laura from Locked on Canadians. I'm so thankful that she joined me today. Um, before we jump into our preview of the Columbus Blue Jackets game, I figured we could take some time to talk about primal, primal origin oils. Do you have a beard? Then you've got to get primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it, it's time. It is time to get primal. Maybe you're the guy that's never used products or never really considered adding a product. And, but, and, but now it's time, you know, new year, new you. Stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed with primal origin oils. They make balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel in beard products available. All the products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the United States. And they have fantastic combo kits that make for great Father's Day, Easter, what else is coming? Graduation. If you're shopping for someone else, you know. Uh, I have received this package, um, the the products rather, uh, the beard oil. And my boyfriend uses it and he loves it. He It's become part of his daily routine and he thinks that his beard is, you know, feels uh, healthier. It's making looks healthier. It doesn't itch as much. So head on over to primaloriginoils.com to get 20% off of your next order when you use code LOCKEDON. So, uh, you know, Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel in the beard to those other products that you've used. We promise you will see and feel the difference. Remember the code LOCKEDON gets you 20% off at primaloriginoils.com. So, <laughs> the last time the Flames and Blue Jackets met, uh, there were some record-breaking franchise moments, and it was quite quite the game. It was <laughs> it was a shutout uh, for Jacob Markstrom. It was a six nothing win with goals just flying all over the place from. Michael Backlund, Andrew Mangiapane, Matthew Kachuk had two, Elias Lindholm, and Eric Branson actually scored his first goal of the season that night. So it was a big game. And then <laughs> they set a new franchise record with 62 shots on goal, uh, which tells you that they can shoot the puck. When they have possession and they're dominant, uh, you know, I think that the team was able to wear Columbus out. Um to the point where um, they just they couldn't they couldn't control it anymore. You know, Calgary just dominated that game. And if I remember correctly, I talked about that with Jay on our crossover episode, and he was like, "This team is just you know in your face. You're they're going to be in Columbus's face, and they're not going to be able to handle it well." Which is fair. I mean, I would also be scared if six feet men on blades were in my face but different story because I don't play hockey <laughs> it was an electric night and I think that that really was a moment for me like an eye-opening moment like okay maybe this team is legit because they did have that weird start in January where they did lose a few games you know they did lose I think they were like I think the score was, like, <laughs> uh, those three games, it was 19, 6, and 8. And I think the Flames had two goals in those games, which is bad. Okay, that's bad. And 
they've turned a corner. That was their little, their little hump of the season. And tonight, um, Jacob Markstrom has the night off for the first time in, I think, like 13, 14 games. Dan Vladar gets the start. Tyler Toffoli <laughs> makes his debut. And if you listened to that first segment, which obviously you should have, uh, you know, it's it's a big, big night. Big night there in Calgary for Tyler Toffoli and for this team. It'll be interesting to see how things work out if he's on the penalty kill. Uh, where they kind of slot him in. I, I'm very interested to see how that goes. I'm really looking forward to that. And one thing that you can always count on with this team is just having a fun game. <laughs> you know, they haven't really gotten to the point where I start questioning them, where like last season it was like, okay, what are the, what are they doing? What What is the goal of this season? And We've never had that. We have had a fantastic season, and I think that they can keep this going with a win against Columbus. And I say this every game. You don't go in, you don't underestimate your opponents, and you play. You play for the full 60 minutes, you turn up the heat, and you are just, you're there. You're playing hockey, you have a job to do, and it's very simple to do. You know, cut, copy, paste talked about it on Upper Bowl GM, and I've talked about it here. The game that they play is repetitive, and it is easy to do. So they just got to keep doing it. And I'm not uh, I'm not convinced that this is just, you know, a one-off thing, the success. It wasn't just a first-half thing, uh, especially with this addition of Tyler Toffoli. I'm just never going to shut up about them trading for Tyler Toffoli, I hope. You are all aware of this. (laughs) But uh, coming up next, I have my three flames to watch as we head into uh, the game tonight. But first, let's talk about Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered for this basketball season, and that is also pro and college hoops at Bet Online. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for you and all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right down to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. But online, where the game starts. Okay, so obviously, right off the bat, here, three flames to watch. Tyler Toffoli making his debut tonight against the Columbus Blue Jackets. And someone actually pointed this out. His last game that he played for uh, Montreal was against the Blue Jackets. So I wonder how that's going to work. Has that ever happened before with a player that's been traded? Um, But, you know, I I just, it's exciting. I don't think that anybody should be questioning this. I don't think anybody should be doubting this. It is a good, solid trade for the Flames. You know, they've added that depth player. They've added someone who is strong on the penalty kill, who can provide (laughs) the playoff 
goal scoring and production, someone who is looked to as a leader. And, you know, I compared him to a shiny new toy yesterday on the podcast, and I still believe that. Um, I, Blake Coleman came in as this shiny new toy too, and he's still shining. You know, I don't think that those, um, qualities just like go away when the next guy comes in, but, you know, to be able to have a guy in your room who is so highly respected, like Tyler Toffoli, and that comes at the cost of nothing, essentially, for the kind of player he is, is just unbelievable. I'll tell you right now, I think the two most underplayed, underpaid players on the team um, are Toffoli and, um, oh my gosh, Elias Lindholm. I can, <laughs> but uh, yeah, right. I think that they're just, I just have such a good feeling about this, you guys. I, like my cheeks genuinely hurt <laughs> from smiling so much thinking about this kind of success and what it what it could bring to Calgary and the team, the fans, and it's so exciting. So Tyler Toffoli, all eyes are on him tonight. He knows that. He's not new to this. Uh, we'll have to take a peek at the schedule and see when he can uh, crush some Vancouver hearts next. And we will have um, – Laura and Scott back on from Lockdown Canadians to see what we can watch for against the Canucks. Uh, Dan Vladar is getting his first start ever at the Saddle Dome. Yes, he has not started a single game at the Saddle Dome this season, uh, which was quite a head scratcher. And he he'll be in that tonight. Jacob Markstrom gets the night off, uh, which is great because that poor man needed needed to rest I think that he started like 11 like 13 games straight (laughs) his last game started was uh I believe that yeah no he played he last played on um sorry February 1st in Dallas against Dallas and then his last start was against Carolina and then Tampa Bay, and then San Jose, and then Anaheim. <laughs> he has two losses in there. But yeah, so his last official start comes over a month ago. He hasn't started since since January 7th, which is a very long time to go without seeing game action. And obviously, you know, he came in against Dallas because Sutter wanted to send a message. Allowing three goals and 23 shots was not acceptable. So he said, Markstrom, you're out. Vladar, you're in. And I think that there is enough trust in the goaltending, in the tandem, and within Sutter to, you know, not overthink this. And, you know, you have two goalies for a reason. It's not a big deal that Markstrom has a night off. It's against, um, you know, a less competitive team. So why give him a night off, um, you know, when you're playing a division or conference opponent when you can just give it to him off now and on a random Tuesday game in February against the Blue Jackets. So uh, his season stats right now are, uh, let's see. Sorry, I'm okay. So he has a point. 
9-11 save percentage in 10 games. <laughs> uh, his GAA, goals against average right now, is a 2.64, which is a little high. You really don't like to see that. But he also has two shutouts on the season. And that that's impressive because, you know, the... The Flames are pretty good at shutting out their teams, which goes, again, to speak to their whole defense and goaltending and those two-way forwards that will shut you down. And speaking of two-way forwards, um, Michael Mikel Backlund is uh, my third star to watch tonight, mainly because I have a feeling that Toffoli might be on his wing, and I think it's going to be different from what we've seen with, uh, you know, Mangiapane and Coleman on his wings, but not in the sense that you're getting, like, an entirely different player. As Laura said at the start of the show, Toffoli can play on either wings, great on the penalty kill, and he plays a 200-foot game. But it's not, like, the main focus of his game, which I think is important because the Flames don't need to be oversaturated in two-way forwards. So... You know, I think it'll be interesting to see how he, this is assuming they play on the same line together, but it, it's interesting to see, it'll be interesting to see how that kind of shapes up and how the chemistry is. You know, obviously it's the first game he's had one practice. He's <laughs> really feels like he's played with half this team before in uh, Los Angeles, but this is just a great start. And um you know, Backlund is another well-respected voice in the room, and Toffoli isn't someone who's going to come in here and ruffle any feathers. So I'm sure that, you know, Backlund feels comfortable saying, hey, you know, like, we do this a little differently, or have we tried, do you want to try this instead of this? Obviously, Daryl Sutter's approval and whatnot, but I think that it's going to be just a fantastic game tonight. I think that really just going like from here on out, it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be some of the most exhilarating times in Calgary Flames hockey in recent years. Um, They have so much to look forward to. And I don't think that anyone should be counting this team out. I think, I think it's time. I think it's time that we officially buy into what, what they're selling us. It's time. It is time. So thank you all so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames today. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Locked on Flames, which you can get on any of your spot or sorry, podcast platforms, including Spotify, Apple Music, Odyssey, you name it. And of course, YouTube as well. So thank you so much. And I will be back tomorrow with a crossover with Anaheim Ducks host, JD. Hernandez. Bye-bye.